Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. If you are currently listening, things could be a lot worse for you. You could be living in places like Russia or Ukraine that are war-torn right now. You could be a person who's about to be an amputee. You could have sight. You could have loss of vision in one eye. You could lose the sense of smell forever or the sense of taste. All the complaining that certain people out here do, I get it. Complaining is not big in my book, but if you need to vent, I totally understand. But in this world where I have had to be the person that finds solutions, complaining to me has never, ever completely helped me do anything. I fall off the horse, I get back on the horse and I keep riding. If I fuck up something on my way to making music or doing a podcast or losing some money, I find ways to get back to it and figure out what I did wrong so so it doesn't happen again and share that same information with others coming behind me or on the same journey as me. You should not let the things that are going wrong keep you in a position of feeling down. It is just a point where you have to figure it out or just let it happen so you get your lesson and experience through it and you keep on moving. Allow yourself an opportunity to learn from it. Learn from it. It's not a failure. It's just a lesson. That's all it is. There are people out here who are telling you that you are a failure. It's probably because they are a failure. It may not be at what you're currently trying to do, what they've already done, but somewhere alone in life, they become a failure. Probably mentally, if they're telling you you that you're a failure, most people that are, it's something, it's there, there's a defect there mentally. Or they're probably something that's going on in their life that's shitty. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, could, I could agree with those sentiments. I think that a lot of times we kind of like, we we don't ever consider our, our guardians or our parents to be undereducated or, un, or, or misinformed about things. So we take everything that they give us, everything that they teach us as being the gospel without question until we get out here. And then we're right around the age that they were when they taught it to us. And then we start reflecting back like, damn, that motherfucker was wrong. Yeah. Well, that, that wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? But by then, and all we did was just repeat the same fucking cycle of shit. But we live in a day and age of information. And it ain't even just about the information, about communication. We live in a day and age where we communicate with people directly and instantaneously and kind of share ideas and kind of put people on to some of our uh, own personal experiences so we can kind of like guide them off that path of bullshit. So that's important as well, having an open mind and open ears and not being so uh, rigid when it comes to like sticking to what you consider to be uh, right or wrong, because a lot of that shit is just all promoted. Right right and wrong is really just promoted ideals. It's a paradigm. So having that understanding and being open-minded and clear about uh, what you're you're doing and and what you're receiving is is super important. You got to be on top of those things because at the end of the day, you got one life to live. You only got, it only take one chance to get it right. All you got to yeah. do is try once. Yeah, I think we spoke on this before. The guy who invented the uh, formula for the cleansing application, 409, 
he didn't get it right until the 409th time, hence the name of it. So that showed that, that he kept trying. <laughs> he tried that many times before he got it correct. So even though some information is bad, it's also about the application of information and yeah. learning that maybe what you heard could actually be good. You just have to apply it to what you're dealing with. Maybe the person, the other person that gave you the information, it worked in their situation. And you just have to redo it. And, 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 scientific method. Yeah. Scientific yeah. method. And if it's if it ain't no good, if I gave you some information and it wasn't no good, it ain't no good. Fuck it. Move on. Just say, oh, that no, it didn't work for me like that, bro. So I tried something else and, and it got me the better result. It's nothing wrong with that at all. They say if it don't apply, let it fly, right? That is true. And there it is. There it is. Man, what's what's new with you, man? Uh, got my car out the shop. Just got through dropping a band and a half on that. Yikes! I mean, it was worth it. It was one of them things I just kind of had to like, you know, what I'm saying, swallow the bitter pill on and just go ahead and get it done because it had to get done. So that's out the way. So now it's time for me to move on to the next challenge. Um, looking into this uh. CDL thing. I got to I got to build some skills and try to like increase my my value. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm capable of and I was like, well, at, after a certain age, you got to come to the realization that it's all downhill from there on the physical side of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I'm not 25 years old no more. I can't just say I'm going to just and that's another thing when you're young like that, you don't really have the foresight. But I'm at the age where I can I have to, you know, so I'm, I'm smart enough to pump the brakes and say, all right, this is what I probably should be doing to kind of get the results I want. So I'm looking at this uh, skill trade shit. You know what I'm saying? So if I, so when it's time for me to walk away from the the the, the uh, blue collar shit, I can say, you know what? I got my bands up. I'm good. I don't need to be, I don't need to be a billionaire to say I'm living a good life. But mm-hmm. I do want to at least have a nest egg and Make sure my kids are good if something happens to me. That's a fact, man. It's all about stacking bread for the road ahead. Definitely. Definitely. Have you been paying attention to some of the stuff that they, uh, the music and everything? I mean, we always talk about the the music, but do you pay attention to the news? The other day I went to uh, see my mom and what she had on a TV. Like, I don't watch it that often. Right. Dude, they played four segments in a row where they were talking about nothing but violence. Dude, four segments straight, one story after the other. Yeah, that's because they they want to keep everybody on edge, bro. It's like, like I don't watch the news. I've, I've I'll follow certain news stories and stuff like that. I see what's trending. I go if I see something trending on Twitter, then I go Google it, and then I go from there and I do about four or five searches to see what the consistent story is on that. Uh, I have conversations with people who I know in those areas and get, you know, saying their perspective, perspective on it. I use, for example, Chattanooga, Tennessee, they trended like number one on, t- on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Six people got shot last night in Chattanooga, Tennessee or whatever. And they call it a mass shooting because six people got shot. If you know, you know, though, that's what I always say. If you know, you know, I've been down there. I know that people get shot a lot in Chattanooga, Tennessee, like they get shot a lot in Chicago. Uh, Chattanooga could easily be baby Chicago in that way. But because shootings are a big topic right now, it's easy to make the story of that 
the topic of the day. You know what I'm saying? I contacted all my people who live down there just to see if they good. You know what I'm saying? OG, Big Josh, uh, Walt. Talk to everybody, see if they good. They were like, they good. They even said the same thing I was saying. You know what I'm saying? This ain't this ain't nothing new. But the reason why it's a big story now is because you know what I'm saying it's a narrative to be sold. That's the thing. That's, that's the end thing that's going on right now. Um, but yeah, they had that plan back to back to back. It was four, it was four, four different stories. It was a shooting in Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, another one somewhere nearby in the suburbs. It was a one that happened in Texas, and then there was another California. one in California. Yeah, and they or were, a church. It was a, a Korean church or something like that. Or yeah, I think it was a Korean church where uh, one of the churchgoers came in shooting or whatever, but they over they overpowered them and tied them up before the police got there and shit. Yeah, and don't it's forget like, it's, about the one that got tri- that started. Well, not started, but the one that was before all those was a Buffalo shooting. And right. they're just walking, totally walking away from that one. Yeah, because the the because that one was strictly racial. You know, so that was racial, racially motivated. So it's like they they rather put the focus on on the other ones because like, well, see, this one happened because of bullying, or this one happened because of that. They're not focused on the guy who had the true intention. He did a manifesto and everything and killed a bunch of black people. It's like, why, why would we focus on killing a bunch of black people when we know that as a system, black people, this system wasn't designed with free niggas in mind. Let's just be real. Do you know what I'm saying? Us being us, us even walking around here, interacting and participating in this system is strictly a formality for tax dollars. They, if it was up to them, they, pro, they prefer that we still be in bondage. Very you know true. So it is. It, I mean, that, that's a whole different conversation. Um, but I agree. It's all, it's, it just seemed like it's all contrived. It's all made up. It's all kind of like, yeah, they, it, it was just all of it. Yeah. I, I was just sitting there. I was like, mom, you need to watch something different. And she was just like, I like the news. I was like, mama, they just told you, they just told, they just gave you four segments of shooting. Why would you want to continue to watch this? I was like, this is negative. I was like, this isn't feeding you anything and it does nothing for you. And she was like, well, ain't nothing else on. So I turned to uh, a sports channel and they're talking about the, the, the they're talking about basketball and everything like that. And then you see all these medicines on in the commercial yeah, breaks. Yeah, all the ads. The ads. And it's like, wow. And all these ads are selling something, a pill for this, that, and the third. But then the side effects, bro, are irritable bowel syndrome exploding diarrhea you know you may lose it you may lose it uh the, the sense of taste you know what i mean uh if you can't have an erection uh two days after after using this pill contact your physician <laughs> yeah contact your pyp your uh, personal physician and everything and it's and it's like what yeah yeah man that's what that's what we that's the we we signed up for this bro honestly we actually we have spent the last 30 years or so kind of like gearing up for this very reality. And I said this shit multiple times. I think that we're in a parallel universe. I think that the pe- the scientists at the CERN facility with the large Hedron Collider who, who discovered the fucking God particle, the, the Higgs boson, I believe that they did some shit 
and they found a way to tap into multiple dimensions and we overlapping like a motherfucker, bro. Mm. I believe that we're overlapping and we don't even realize it. I think that the, our, our consciousness won't allow us to see it because we can only see things in two and two and a half to three dimensions. We can't see four and five dimensions. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we can't, we can't, our concept of time is so flawed. That lets me know that we don't, we can't see in the fourth dimension. You know what I'm saying? The fourth dimension is time. So when we see things, our experiences are all, are, are skewed. That's why white people love to, to, to cite uh, the Mandela effect for shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we ignore things that are actually happening in real time just to focus on things that kind of appeal to our biases. But nothing is happening in real time, is it? Nothing. Dude, all of this shit is like, think about it like this, like yesterday didn't, yesterday doesn't matter no more and tomorrow doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? It only the only thing that matters is the is the right now. But if you really take a strong, hard look at the right now, nothing makes sense. No. The reason why is because our perceptions are all skewed. Nothing you've seen is as it really is. You're nothing. not even you're not really sitting down on a couch. No, it's a it's a there's a there's a thin layer between the atoms that you are made up of and the seat that you're sitting on. Yeah. And, and the magnetic field in between. That you know what I'm saying, that that won't allow you to really touch it. <laughs> you yeah. know? Not just that, but even with 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 light, right? You, even when you process that, like you're 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 seeing the remnants of everything. Like we're always living in the past constantly. Yeah, we're we're witnessing, we're witnessing things as it was, not how yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, but I was just watching, I was like, look at these commercials. And she was just sitting there and she was watching the game. She get she was getting all happy and everything. And I was and she started smiling and I was just looking. She was like, what? I'm like, all these commercials. I was like, they're the commercials are even horrible now. Like everything is is about ad space and, and, and lies and deception. Like people, no wonder people are so crossed up and, and can't get along and, and and don't know what's reality and, and everybody's being lied to and no one wants to tell the truth about anything because look at this shit. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think it's a coincidence that we just so happen to live in an information age that, that coincides with the height of our ability to generate uh, computer images that are hyper-realistic? No. So I think I don't think it's a coincidence either, bro. No, I, I think, think I think, I think this was all contrived, synthesized, and, and everything, whatever word you want to like, use to like you can you can deep fake anything. Like Kendrick's video is just an example of the ability to deep deep fake. And that wasn't that impressive because I've already seen that before. He yeah. just he was the first artist to actually do it in video format in that way in the music video. Yeah, it was but, it, it, there was a message and everything to what he was doing. So right. He was like he was actually kind of exposing something. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But to the average person who don't think like you and I think, who don't see things the way you and I see things, it's it's kind of like it's it's concerning though because people believe any and everything. Like uh, I see a lot of people sharing that uh that YouTube video where uh it's supposed to be like they saying that Will Smith got that slap from an old movie. That wasn't an old movie. That was a a, a YouTuber's video he made afterwards that people started to share because he shot it in a film grain effect to make it look older than what it was. I didn't even, I didn't know about that, nor did I hear about it, but 
Yeah, it's a video. We, we, we know what happened at the Oscars was real because of the time delay. And the thing about it, though, is like our our perception is always being manipulated. They need us to be constantly on edge. They need us to be constantly second guessing and doubting shit because otherwise we'll be at a disadvantage. We'll, we'll, they'll be at a disadvantage. We'll always constantly be questioning things they want us to question specific things under their own command not necessarily under what should be you know what i'm saying i feel like they want people more desensitized than anything because look how much violence is put on tv right there's so much violence on tv that every time you look up like people are used to people are used to shootings bro people are used to hearing about it now they just go oh oh my god no one is asking until now why does this continue to happen? Why is this continuing to happen? What are we doing about gun control? What are we doing about how people are able to get guns? Like, the, I think it's just people are just desensitized to it all, man. It, the, the, the the drug talk, uh, talking about hurting women, hurting men, like all this is just everybody seems to be desensitized by it. I think it's a divide and conquer mechanism, bro. Consider this. Like my thing is like this: the the gun control talk is bullshit. This is why I can, this is why I personally call it bullshit, because the the idea is to make people so afraid of the idea of uh, government intervening in their uh, in their God given right to protect yourself that they're blaming gun owners versus saying, "Hey, it's a lot of illegal guns out here. People are getting guns that probably shouldn't be getting guns." There are a lot of loopholes for certain people to get guns. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And instead of us addressing that, what well, we're going to constantly address every time it's brought up, the government's constantly going to address legal gun ownership. They're going to put stronger and stronger stipulations on legal gun ownership until it phase away. Until eventually legal gun ownership is not going to exist anymore. And then you're going to have a lot of illegal guns out here in these streets. And then it's going to, then you have no choice but to rely and depend on government to intervene, which probably won't, because you know what? Those cops could have went in that school. They should have gone in that school. And Especially if the cops. incident had happened earlier and with, with people being, being murdered, slain, or whatever the word is, and then all of a sudden they didn't take that serious. You know, it's how, what makes you think that there is, no, there is nothing wrong with that situation when you first hear about it? Uh, it's 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 the it's the naivete it's the people people being so dependent you know what i'm saying being dependent i think like i feel like independence is a problem and dependency is a problem i think interdependence is where you where you thrive that's where villages and and, and cities and 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 nations rise up when you're interdependent when you know that these people are an asset to you when you know that these people are are necessary to the outcome but people, people have a role everybody has a role but when you have went but we we live in a society we personally as a as americans we live in an independent society like we're we are always pushing independence independence we need to independence means separate you know what i'm saying separate from so that means you don't need like the people around you are just are are just uh there you don't really need them but the truth of the matter is, is we need everybody. And it's a there's proof of it every day. Correct. You know what I'm saying? If, if you don't have people delivering the goods, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have shipping companies delivering the goods, then these stores can't thrive. And these th stores can't thrive, then people can't shop there. So 
that's the interdependence of it all. But we also live in a society that says that you can't trust your neighbor. You know what I'm saying? You need to snitch on your neighbor if they do something that's, that you deem is to be questionable. And then they make you question everything that you deem to be questionable. So you don't even make proper decisions when it comes to protecting your neighborhood and stuff like that. So like everybody on your block becomes a suspect. You know what I'm saying? There is no, no neighborhood watch anymore. The, the whole neighborhood is watching itself now. You know what I'm saying? We don't have the same community as we, you know, as we used to have. And you said the neighborhood is watching itself. It ain't watching itself. Shit. It used to be when it was watching itself, people were accountable for the shit that was going on. Like you didn't see this, this unnecessary strain of murders continuously happen without somebody saying, yo, what's going on outside? Like, who do we need to talk to, to to make sure that this shit is, 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 is nipped in the bud? Like, how do, how do we keep this stuff down? We don't, we don't self-police no more because that's been discouraged. It's been discouraged. They consider that vigilanteism. They don't consider us being, uh, they don't think that we're smart enough to make certain discerning decisions for our own community. That's why a lot of people, and bro, I feel like it always come back down to this, man. If you eliminate the men. You get the men out of the community, the security guards, the protectors, the providers, you get them out of there and then you convince all these women they can do it themselves. They're going to raise these boys and these young girls to be whatever the fuck they turn out to be. And and it's, that's why it ain't the women's fault, man. It's they they played a part in it, like we played a part in it. But we we got to be we we like to we like to believe we're smarter than what we are. Just a sleight of hand. They already got us. Dude, consider this: our education system is already a propaganda machine. You know what I'm saying? Like we like to celebrate that our kids get fucking certificates at the end of every school year, and they get. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my kid got straight A's. My my child's smart. My child got scholarships to go to this university. My child's smart. Truth of the matter is, is your child is, your child was easily, your child put up the least amount of fucking pushback for the brainwash. And that's why they're being rewarded. Rewarded. You know what I'm saying? Any child that, most people that challenge that shit is the ones that turn out to be the fucking wealthiest people in the world. The ones who challenge the status quo end up becoming the most prosperous or they become homeless. Yeah. The other. That's how it goes. Like you either become you either way, you're outside of the machine. Homeless people are outside the machine like Kanye is outside the machine. Like Elon Musk is outside the machine. They exist. That's why we can't understand either side of it. When you when you exist in this fucking machine, you can't comprehend why certain people will make certain decisions. That's facts, bro. Yeah, because you just they're, they're far beyond your reach. And what they say is. Sounds stupid. Sounds crazy. It sounds weird. Like, why would he say something like that? Well, that's because their thinking pattern, they they move at a higher vibration or, or energy level than you do. They don't think the same way that you do. You've been you've been taught to think this way or and, not think at all. And fear, our parents' fear is what locks us into that. Like Kanye's mom had no fear that her son was going to be great. In fact, she nurtured that. She pushed him. You know what I'm saying? To step outside of this machine. So, like, a lot of our parents got on our ass for bad grades. A lot of our parents got on our ass for uh, being disruptive in class and blah, blah, blah. We live in, dude, there's no way, because boys and girls are not the same. You know what I'm saying? Girls are a lot more emotionally based than guys are. Not to say that guys don't have emotions, but, like, boys learn differently than girls learn. But we, we have a school system that teaches one way. There's no specific way to teach boys 
as there is girls in the public school system. You know what I'm saying? In fact, most of the teachers are female. So guess what? The teaching method is going to automatically be geared towards the way that girls learn. Correct. And then that's why you have so many young men that are in the class. They have behavioral problems because you have a bunch of women. Quote, unquote, behavioral problems. Yeah. So sorry about that. Quote, unquote, alleged, alleged, alleged behavior problems. But because it, the truth of the matter is the teachers just don't know how to get through to them because. Because you're not the same type of person he is. You don't have the same type of makeup. So when he's trying to get your attention, it's not necessary to get your attention to do something stupid or dumb. It just translates that way. It's right. just something that he's actually missing. First. Again, I think we had this on another episode already. We need more men as teachers. We just we, we just do. We don't know if there are men that want to be teachers, but we, we do need more men as teachers. But the problem there is compensation. Bong, bong. You know what I'm saying? The financial compensation behind it. Every job requires a, a certain level of uh, incentive. Like I, that's why we that's why we do the most dangerous jobs. And we don't have, you know what I'm saying? We know, we know the risk involved. AGK been in truck driving since we were, since we were young. Mm. He'd been on 18 Willis 20 some years. And uh, this is what he does. That's probably the most dangerous job. He, you know what I'm saying? I know, a, I have a friend that does outside of like electricians and shit like that. Okay, even okay. still. And then you think about who dominates those industries. Man. You know I'm saying men dominate, like the, like shipping, like if, if shipping stops, everything stops. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's not to take away anybody who does clerical work or does IT or anything like that. But the actual actual hands on delivery of goods. Is the lifeblood of what runs the world. You know what I'm saying? It, it really is, bro. It is, it is shut. It is shut down your ports, your airports, your docks, all that, all that shit. Is all shut of that, down. and they need to be. Your, and, your and goods can't what? move. It's a wrap. And they need to be properly compensated, right? And then you would think, like, the reason why school teachers, especially in the public school system, don't get taught well is because the motherfuckers who manage that knows that it's bullshit. They don't mm -hmm. value it as high enough of a priority because they even know that what they're doing is not conducive to a strong society. They're just conducive to making sure they get enough workers out here to replace the workers that are leaving. If you were to establish a school system, do you know what type of curriculum you would have? All STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. Those would be the priorities. And then you would go into the arts and the science. I mean, the arts and the-, the History. Uh, history i think history the history the history portion of it in my opinion kind of fall in line with uh it's like a social sciences because it's all hearsay you see what i'm saying it's all hearsay like we are all like interpreting what we consider to be the past to be you know what i'm saying it's all interpretation so it's like to really have a strong history system a history program you really got to make sure you know your shit and mm -hmm. you got to make sure that you got to really make sure that the documentation is, is accurate, other, accurate. Otherwise you're going to have a lot of people that are out here just, just regurgitating misinformation. You know what I'm saying? Like every day we're learning new things about uh, the, uh, the, the slave trade. You know what I'm saying? There are new bits of information that's introduced because people are doing their own research. People are reading, people are cross-referencing things. And guess what? A lot of this shit ain't even taught in, at, at, at an academic level in, in universities. Yeah. 
You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I would, I would make it a requirement that people understand these things, but at the same time to, to really push a, a, a society forward, I think that science, technology, engineering, and math would be my priorities. Because if you really want to make sure that your society has a, a strong foothold so that they, so that the history makes a difference and make sure it matters. If you have science involved, you can learn history of that science and you're going to learn about the people that, that all contributed to it. Same thing with technology, same thing with engineering, same thing with math. You can, you can touch on history in those same, in those, in all of those areas and get all the information you need. But when you separate that history from it, you cherry pick all the information that you want to Feature. Would you would you keep music involved? Music would be another social science. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? Because music is mathematic and scientific. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I think that's something that's also a, uh, should be also be a requirement for people to learn music. The arts in general. So STEM would probably it would probably go from STEM to STEAM because you add the A to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It'd be science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Because art is like art is the way societies kind of celebrate and not even just celebrate, but it, it'll celebrate and criticize its own itself. Shouldn't know? shouldn't the math part be a part of the science and engineering aspect, though? It can be, but it's all kind of like uh, when you when you all of it actually is congealed. Mm-hmm. But those are like the most important components because like the science and the technology is nothing without the math. You know what I'm saying? The engineering is nothing without the math, but math separate from it all. You need mathematicians because those very people are the ones that keep keep the, the financial districts, you know what I'm saying, floating. You know what I'm saying? Those are the ones that keep, make sure that all, everything is, you know, that's, that's what maintains the checks and balances. Facts plus tax, facts plus tax. This is stuff I be thinking about, bro. No, it, you. But you're sharing stuff that I, I'm aware. Of. I just, I'm not the biggest wordiest guy that there is. I don't, I don't, you know, I know how to talk. I know how to speak, but you know, I don't always give people the best verbiage or wordage, you know, in my arsenal. Sometimes I just like to just say something very basic, but I have an under understanding of it without letting everybody else know. Mm-hmm. And, and you give a, a more detailed. Uh, and favorable explanation of what it is that you're thinking. Some of the stuff that I do think about, some of the stuff I agree with, and then when I don't, like I always ask more questions, or I'll say that I, I disagree. Right. Um, I recently saw something else we can talk about. I recently saw a young man give, uh, what was it, the house, the deed, his 401k, and all that to to his woman or to his wife. What do you th- you? I I think that's a bad idea to do that but you know maybe he trusts his woman that much to to believe in her and that didn't he do that before he proposed to her yeah see that to me is foolishness i think that that was his way of kind of like selling you know i'm saying every every courtship is uh is uh marketing you're Mm -hmm. marketing yourself to the person that needs that you want to buy your product your product being you as a man you go into uh, the dating world, or as they call it, modern-wise, the dating market, selling yourself. You're pitching yourself. You go in with a sales pitch. Hey, I'm the best option. I, I find you attractive. Uh, I think we'll be a good match, blah, blah, blah. She's going to – she being in her position, she might be 
financially and educationally well off. So she might not need what you have to offer, but she'd be willing to listen. There's a lot of women out here who don't necessarily have all that, but they have the looks, they have the uh, fertility, blah, blah, blah. So you, you enter this woman's world and you say, you know what? You should choose. I'm the best option. You've got a lot of guys that's trying to talk to you, but I'm the best option. Here's why. He overreached, in my opinion, because he played all his cards up front. He was like, not only do I have all of this that I can do for you, I'm going to give it to you up front, but you got to give me your hand in marriage. Now, we also live in a society that awards women on the back end of divorce, and then you can have no fault divorces, and she can still walk away with half of everything or most mm-hmm. of everything. Or well, most of it now. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, what if by leading with that, he totally diminished his value as a person by making everything else more valuable. Everything meaning the house, the, you know, the deeds of the house, uh, the, the businesses he owned, blah, blah, blah. So now she's like, shit, I started out on E. My pockets was empty. I started out with nothing. Yeah, I got a man, but info now. He gave me everything. All I got to do is just ride this marriage out, what, a year before I can divorce him uh, in a no-fault divorce? You see what I'm saying? I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I could just say irreconcilable differences and walk away with everything. And the courts always favor the woman. The man has no, has nothing in his favor when it comes to uh, battling. Leverage. Yeah. Lacking all leverage. And it... I'm, I mean, it's the system. Men made this system. So it's like, I'm not even blaming women. We made this system as men and not me, not you. But systemically, men have always kind of like, I think we oversimplify women's capabilities. We don't, I think the older generation never looked at women's actual capabilities and always looked at them as being weaker just because of the physical physical component and not looked at the, 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 their ability to be probably the biggest influence for everything that drives and moves what we do economically because that's the secret everything we do is for women anyway bong bong nigga we don't we didn't we didn't we didn't build we don't build bridges and 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 skyscrapers and shit like that because we want to impress each other you know what i'm saying we don't we don't make the strongest societies because we want to impress each other we want to make the strongest society so that women and children are more comfortable so that what that makes our job a little bit easier because they feel more confident. A woman's confidence in your abilities makes your job easier. If all you do is come home with a $200 check, but all your bills are averaged over $1,000, guess what? She don't have confidence in you because you're not willing to go harder to get it. But we also live in a system that awards women for not having you around. And guess what? They get they get financial backing and they get to go get their own bread. Yeah. And then we don't get, we don't get, get to that. stay home. Yeah, we don't get that. Um, and to, to kind of speak a little bit more on what you were saying. But what I had in mind was the, the man, we build all of the shit. We do the construction jobs. We did a lot of the firemen, the firemen jobs. We did the, 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 the sewage work, the plumbing, the, the, the bricklaying. We did all the carpentry to make sure that all these things were set up. And the if roof. you the roof and all of it and then when you turn around who's the majority of people in prisons it's men men took it was it's a bunch of men who took chances to to make sure that they had 
to make sure that their families was fed, to make sure that some they had. Could, some of us couldn't get those higher wage jobs. So we men take the biggest risk financially. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing is the like the, the homeless rate, the highest homeless rate is men. The highest suicide rate is men. You know what I'm saying? The highest death toll in military is men. The highest death toll on the job is men. The highest injury rate on the job is men. We take the biggest risk. You know what I'm saying? This, I mean, statistics speak for themselves, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, but we're not considered to be valuable anymore because the the narrative now that's being pitched is that we're not necessary. Do you think that's because of them feeling left out so many times or feeling like they, they, they were being pushed to the side, kind of like how black people feel like, yo, we they acting like we can't do shit? Nope. I think that that might have started out that way. But I believe that the I think they drank too much of the Kool-Aid, bro. I think that um, because if they really felt that way, then they would they would fill in the gaps where we're falling off. Meaning they would pick up the plumbing jobs. They would become brick masons. They would become roofers. They would become, uh, they would work oil rigs more frequently. You know what I'm saying? They would do more physical labor, but that's not where they're going with it. They want to, they want to be CEOs in the same fields that we're in, but they don't want to, they don't want to have to do, they don't want to start in the mail room and work their way up. And, and no disrespect to, 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 to women, but there are some that don't want the responsibility of dealing with what a GM actually deals with. Right. And that goes back to like the whole uh, the uh, SA and the SH shit that happens on jobs where uh, you kind of get accused of things that can be easily just miscommunications and misconstrued uh, uh, conversations. You see what I'm saying? Like a motherfucker could say that they heard you say some shit that made them feel uncomfortable. And now you're sitting in the HR office because you live, you work in a predominantly male uh you work in a male dominant industry i'll I'll use my job as an example i work in a male dominant industry there are a bunch of women there but they don't make up 20 percent of everybody that's on staff and in fact the bulk of them work out on the front in the front office they call them carpet walkers they they work in cubicles and shit like that Mm -hmm. And, and the ones that do work on the floor with us aren't necessarily uh I mean, they, they, they got the skills to, to do the job, but most they don't they just don't make up the bulk of who we are as, as you know, what I'm saying the employee uh, roster. But let, let one of them get wind of a joke. Two guys are telling them between each other and they feel offended. Now, those two guys got to go see HR because this person who who's not used to guy banter. You know what I'm saying? Hearing it now, now it's certain now what we what we've been doing for decades is considered to be inappropriate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. And it's crazy because you're already when when men enter the job place, the the workforce, while we're there, we're already turning down our mask our levels of masculinity to begin with, just so we can comply, get along, do a job, and go home. Yeah, because we got to work side by side with people who aren't masculine we work side by side with women or okay. whoever it don't hey, matter it's like people who just don't just like think about it like this we're as black men we're probably even at a, at a deeper disadvantage because not only do we share in that so we got a code switch out of masculinity and then we got a code switch out of blackness 
Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. men have to code switch. I don't even think that white men even realize that they're code switching to kind of like not offend women. I don't even think they, they're aware of that concept because that's not something that they because they they white men are white men essentially are top of the food chain. You know what I'm saying? But they're being replaced by white women because of feminism. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like in the, in these industries, like we're kind of like code switching and, and kind of dumbing ourselves down or stripping away a lot of our personal identities so that we we aren't considered a threat. And and these corporations can continue to make their money. Continue, sir. So, like, uh, when you got this, when you got this dynamic of men and women working in these industries, that like, let's say uh, we work for an ad agency. Those are like, those aren't physical labor jobs. Those jobs are mainly uh, clerical. Uh, a lot of creatives. They kind of work together. Uh, you remember the show Mad Men? Yeah, I never watched it. Creed always told me to get up on it. Yeah, the show was dope as hell. Yeah, he said the one of the characters like, reminded me, reminded him of me or whatever it was. But it's like the idea, the idea and the premise behind the show. I can see it kind of in relatable in a in a relatable format to like uh, how uh, it was male dominated, and but a lot of the ideas was coming through uh, a couple chicks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so in terms of like marketing and selling things it, it was always about trying to sell to women because they knew that women could actually even though women weren't the breadwinners they were able to influence their husbands to kind of like get uh financially tied you know what I'm saying because guys spend money to keep their women happy or to attract women we live so you flip it on his head now you know what I'm saying like you got a lot of, I got maybe on the team that I'm I manage there are one, two, three, four, maybe five women on my team. And uh, one of them is like 25 year veteran. She been she used to be a manager before I came in and she ended up getting stepped down or some shit. And uh, so when I watch her, how her influence is over the team, I kind of started putting two and two together and I start realizing that we the, the system works exactly the way it was intended. You know what I'm saying? It's like you create this idea in, in the minds of people to make them feel like either uh, if a man can do it, you can do it too. What the fuck you need to listen to him for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what that's what we're dealing with right now as a society. Like men are good, but are are they necessary? You know what I'm saying? Like, but see, when when they, when that question starts to manifest and bubble up in people's mind, you start getting like the comment section in that meme or that, yeah, what you shared with us earlier about the guy who uh who gave his woman the everything key, everything the key, for, key before to the, the marriage yeah and the comments of the women were like see that's the way you're supposed to do it that's the way it should be done that's a real man and blah, blah, that's blah, a real blah. yeah he a real man he's a real king and they don't realize that it's 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 far deeper it's way more complex than that the only thing they all they know is what they want they don't look at everything that goes into receiving that and what men are, are actually risking every time we we date. Yeah. Because because we live in a society that's 100 percent influenced by by capitalism. And see, I didn't look at the comment section of that at first. But when I Creed finally. Brought it up. Yeah. Creed brought it up. Creed was like, yo, did you check out the comment section? And, you know, me, I stay out of comments, even if it's if it's the one or two that we may get here and there. 
Um, but I, I I went in there and I looked at it and you see all the women, you know, they were congratulating her on her her engagement her and things up, like that. You know? Yeah, her come up, you know. And one brother, whoever he was, I forgot what it, I forgot what he wrote. I forgot what it said, but it was just like you just signed away, you just signed your death certificate, you know what I mean? And every man that was on his that had a reply replied mm-hmm. the same thing they was like facts you know it was a every man had they put a hundred or that was that's facts or yeah. man what's wrong with them and, and, and stuff like that but the women that were jumping on that were saying hey, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't real man y'all just mad because y'all not real man and there's just something about being a man that y'all will never know why y'all trying to criticize a man there are see, things that we know to do and things that we know not to do see when we we are hardwired to put in effort for our relationships, right? Because we knew coming in, growing up based on the way we were raised, that uh, we are supposed to be providers and protectors. So it, uh, we put it on the line anyway. So what dude did was no different other than the idea that he did it the way he did it. Uh, so because it went public and you start to see a lot of the reaction that the women gave and a lot of reactions that the men gave, it's a, it's a very telling uh example of what what's wrong in our society when it comes to those things like a man don't mind and i've said this shit for years bro men don't have no problem spending money on where where we see value that's why a certain it's a certain type of guy that goes to a strip club it's a certain type of guy that 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 pay for escorts there's a certain type of guy that spoil his woman you know what i'm saying uh certain types of dudes that spend money on rims and shit like that like any type of shortcut that they could get to try to secure the woman that they want to have they kind of do that. But women don't realize a lot of times what they're doing is they're diminishing their own position and value strictly by not looking at what men are willing to do for what they consider to be valuable. They're not even looking at that. All they care about is what a man is willing to do. They're not looking at why he's willing to do what he's willing to do. You see what I'm saying? Excuse me. So it's like when you t- when you take away all the 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 uh financial components of it and you just start looking at it from a pragmatic standpoint and saying all right this guy i said that he's simping that was me simplifying uh the real issue the real issue is the fact that he wasn't ever taught his real value and worth as a man you know what i'm saying he probably maybe he reached that point in his life where he's just tired of fucking working for some ass or trying to trying to settle down or try to convince a woman to settle down with him so he's like you know what yeah, just every woman, everything. There's everything I got. These are all my cards. You know, he put all pushed all his cards in, and the game ain't even over yet. Yep. You see what I'm saying? She ain't even played her cards, and he already done exposed his hand. So for her, she like this is the cheat code. I'm finna go ahead and just go lock this nigga down. Yeah, I might even be attracted to this guy. But but this, I'll go ahead and entertain him and see where this goes. You see what I'm saying? Where, Because there ain't no real incentive. There's no real value and incentive for women to get married anymore. In, in, in terms of like the reality that they've been sold. Like we, we are already in a financial crisis as a nation. You know what I'm saying? Everything is becoming more expensive. Eventually, and I, I hope it ain't too soon, but eventually we're going to hit that wall where everybody's going to have to definitely pair up with somebody. Because it's going to be tough to do it on your own. It's already tough doing it solo. Yeah. But it's, it's people are going to have to find somebody to pair up with. It's pushing up there. Yeah, it's, it's getting there, bro. There. Yeah. I mean, I watch. I watch a lot of single relatives, male, 
male and female struggle, bro, and they make decent bread, but they but they pretend. You can tell who really who's able to do it, whose capabilities are there and who's who's constrained by all the different things that are happening in, in real time in their life. Like bills are like bills will get out of hand and a motherfucker who make a hundred thousand dollars won't be able to kick it. Correct. You see Correct. what I'm saying? Or or not kick it the way they want to kick it. Yeah. And sometimes that just come up that just that's just a, a matter of prioritizing when it get gets to that point. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? But like, see we live in a society that don't promote prioritizing. It's all about live, live in abundance. Yeah, live in the moment. Yeah. And abundance mindset is fine, but abundance mindset is good for goal setting, not for living. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to live in it, if you're going to have an abundance mindset, then that means that you're setting high, lofty goals for yourself, whether you can attain them or not, but you're setting a high enough goal where you're challenging yourself. That's where abundance mindset come in. But a lot of people want real-time results behind having an abundance mindset. So they want to be able to say, man, I got me a, I got me a Hemi and I got me a, 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 what's it, a SRT. SRT8. You know what I'm saying? In my garage. And I only make $80,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? $60,000 a year. Because most motherfuckers ain't even making $60,000 a year, bro. Most people only making like 40, 45 on average. But we like to pretend. You see what I'm saying? Motherfuckers make $15 an hour, $18 an hour and think they're doing something, man. This is a struggle to find a job that's going to pay you $30 an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you when you start when you really start looking at what your value is, that's why I told I said what I said about the truck driving shit. Like if when you start really looking at things for what it is and you know what your value is as a as a as an individual, you know whether or not people that that really want what you got are worth having it. Cause that's all that's all life is about, man. Is about uh about compromising and, and, and negotiating. Worth, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the trade and swap of it all. Yeah, if you if you find a woman that, that's worthy of what it is you have to offer, you want to find out what she got to offer before you give it to her. You don't just put all the, all that shit on the damn line and be like, "Hey, you no, this is what I got." You make yeah. me happy. You make me smile. You suck Here, my dick you get, good. You get the keys to the kingdom. No, 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 no. Man, this bitch is out here giving away pussy for forty dollars, bro. Uh, 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 and that's the that's the guy giving truth. And salute to that because since the beginning of time. Me and I've been paying for well, I ain't gonna say since the beginning of time, but for for, for one of the oldest professions. This one of the oldest professions where a woman uh finds a man that'll trick off on them. Like that's that's one of the oldest professions that that there is. So, all that's based on is just our our innate desire to multiply. It's a uh it's a quote Steve O from Jackass said. He said the biggest, he said the biggest uh practical joke life plays on us. It's the fact that we have this strong desire to survive. We have this very, we can't avoid this desire to survive. We do everything we can to survive, but none of us are going to survive in the end. Mm-mm. Think about that though. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's like when you really strip away all the layers, that's a, that's a, that's a strong concept that most people go day in and day out. never think about. I think we spoke on it before, right? It's, it's on a song. Uh, we are nothing but dust blowing in the wind. Yeah, dust in the wind. Yeah, dust in the wind. We just we just here, bro. It's like these experiences we kind of like we 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 have we have to capitalize on like the moments. And it, 
we went, what happens is, is like, because some of us are awake enough to know that we need to capitalize on these moments, we're still trapped in this infinite loop of, of capitalism. Mm-hmm. And, and, and trying to make sense of it and, and, and process it and get through it by doing things that keep us creative or doing things that are creative for for ourselves and, and, and figuring out different ways to be productive. But at the same time, having a realization that this this is what is here. Yep. This is what is here. You know what I mean? We like we had these conversations. We talk about like the James Webb Space Telescope and all these different uh documentaries and stuff like that we don't know what's out there bro we don't know how this shit really goes we don't know like motherfuckers still debating the flatness of the earth bro that people don't even understand scale they don't understand that we are fucking dots we're specks on this globe so therefore as little as we actually are in the grand scheme of things we as far as light years go if you could see to the furthest end of the galaxy no one can actually see us or hear us you know what I'm saying? Because space time alone won't allow it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're we're so far either in the past or the future for whatever civilization is trying to see us. We don't exist yet. No, we or we or we we don't exist anymore. You know what that, I'm saying? That could possibly be true too. We could have fell off from something else um, and been eradicated and not know it. You and ever I, did? You ever thought? You ever think about we could have been seated by someone else? Like another group of people came here and did something with like the Prometheus movie thing. Yeah. That happened. You know, I think about that. that sometimes. I think that, uh, I feel like we aren't compatible with our, uh, counterparts. I don't want to say our adversaries. I don't want to use that term, but I don't think that we are as compatible with them. I think we might come from similar species, and we're close enough. I think that Earth is a petri dish, and they put us together on this petri dish to see what would happen if. Mm-hmm. You know how like you mix bacteria on the petri dish yeah. and watch it grow. That's yeah. what I think. That's I, I believe that on a on a macro scale, that's what it looks like for us. And we don't even, we're not aware of it because we're the bacteria that's just fucking growing, and we're eating away at the fucking. We're the mold. Yeah, we're the mold. We're eating away at the ecosystem. And I don't think that all of us are, but I believe that a nice chunk of us are because we don't have any control. We mm-hmm. don't know. it. Some of us are a lot more in tune because it's in our nature to be more in tune, but we're outnumbered by those that aren't. Correct. And even when you try to explain it to them, you look like I look like an idiot or crazy for trying to uh, show them that, you know, some of this stuff isn't the way it's supposed to be. <clears throat> I was only wondering because I have seen the movie Pro- Prometheus quite a few times, but even before that movie had came out, I had always thought about something happened that that got us to the point where we, we exist in this realm and in this moment right now. And some people may say God or evolution, us going from amphibians in, in the ocean to walking to walking on land and everything like that, but something happened. I think that we give ourselves way too much credit for our intellect. I think that at our at the height of our intellect, we're still fucking, we're we're still simians. We just we've just we've just evolved. Our thinking process has become a little bit more complex for us. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily help us in terms of understanding the truth essence of who we are and what we are you know what i'm saying so that's why we have these debates about flat earth and that's why we don't understand like uh 
symbolism and and uh, how to how to uh, articulate our thoughts when we talk about history and religion. We kind of like everything kind of like blurs and become and falls into chaos, and we become more uh, aggressive because our our nature is aggressive. We're aggressive species, dude. Like life, life makes you fight for your position. You know what I'm saying? What and on almost any front, any way you find some sort of conflict, you don't think conflict resolution. We're just learning conflict resolution as a species. In the last 20 years. Yeah. Cause and even still, you see where that lands us, we still killing each other like crazy because our our desire to survive. Think about it like this, bro. We have we're we're such we're such a contradiction that uh <coughs> we we kill ourselves for opportunity to just have things that's killing us yeah you see what i'm saying we kind just of, for the snake to eat his own so yeah the snake eating his tail yeah we are that but and and we're still early in our our existence you know what i'm saying sharks have been around longer than us hundreds of millions of years trees are I think trees are like I've seen dead trees still produce leaves. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. So that lets you know that what we're capable of and what we should be able to perceive, we just can't because we stifled ourselves. We yeah. brought ourselves back. I think we've also been interrupted a couple of different times in the process and, of you know, a lot of different versions of our societies. I mm-hmm. think every I think every I think we hit a reset button every time where something hits a reset button when it watches us evolve. It reminds me of uh, the episode of Love, Death and Robots when they could open up the freezer and see what see the evolution of everything. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I'll actually that's, that's actually how I feel. I haven't watched the second or third season, but when I saw that first season, that was the flyest shit I had seen in a long time. Yeah, I remember that one. It, it, it's it stuck with me since I since I saw that. That to me, I think that's where art has always kind of been more impressive than almost anything else that human beings have been capable of doing. We are able to articulate our imagination in a way where we can take these ideas and make them become uh, relatable. You know what I'm saying? Like Love, Death, and Robots is one of those because uh, there ain't no but an anthology series. Those those episodes that ain't very long. They don't last very long, but the stories 10, ten tell, to 15 minutes. And the stories they tell have so much weight to them in most cases. Like the last season, bro, the most recent season, you you watch it, you'll be like, okay, I see what they're doing with this. Like from the first episode all the way through, it's like little bits and pieces of it. You start I, I can take something from each one of those and be like, damn, I always thought like that. But for somebody to put that in, in a physical or visual form is dope. They're just really dope concepts to see someone flesh out um, visually. Ideas. Yes. They take some deep ideas and find a, a, a way to truncate it and bring it down to like a 15 minute clip. Yeah. Where you can actually see how it plays out. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a dope whoever decided to do that that that's pretty dope um that's a dope idea I, I loved it when that first season had me blown away and now I just gotta I just gotta catch up on it yeah definitely I appreciate them actually I, I appreciate being alive in a day and age where this is a, the the medium that we use to kind of get some ideas off because keep in mind film ain't that old 
A little no. over, just over a hundred years. You know what I'm saying? I'm closing in on half of that, half of the hundred. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like you think about it, like what we can what we're able to do. Cause I don't even know how long human beings, we, we got numbers for all this different shit, but nobody really got any real concrete information on it. We, we probably been around here a cool 800,000 years. Yeah. A million years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I said that to someone, when I say that to a couple of people, man, they look at me like I'm crazy. I mean, cause nobody really know. Because if you think about it like this, like they say the T-Rex and the Triceratops didn't exist in the same timeline. You know what I'm saying? It's like hundreds of thousands of years between the existence of both. And neither one exists for us. You dig what I'm saying? So that's like millions we, of years. So where we are and where our predecessors were, we don't even know how far back that goes. And these and all of it's speculation. So you take something like uh Love Death and the Robots to kind of like just say, you know what? Let's let's illustrate our thought processes in, in a way where we can kind of like make it not only uh, digestible and entertaining, but actually just make it thought provoking. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's a lot. Cause you can't really do that in music. No, but it's, it's dope. Like to be able to have that type of follow through where you do something like that and it's perceived well, at least for me, like to see it and visualize it. Right. And you go, hey, I've thought about certain stuff like that, but I never did it. I always saw it in the theater of the mind playing yeah. out, but I've never been able to see someone do it. And then to finally see it, you go, that's wonderful. You know what I mean? Like there's an appreciation for that. And, and I salute people who are able to put things together like that. Like art, art is one of those things, man, like you you need art it, it it it's it's the ability to conceptualize and bring your con- your concepts and your even issues topics to be able to show them even like my my, my buddy michael copage vitus shell all those guys arlene all those guys they're able to do art on a different level where even when you look at it you pick it up and you go i know what that is yep the tangibility of it all mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make it make it where it's like you might not even necessarily agree with the message they're selling you or they're presenting to you. Like, man, they got that idea wrong. But the I but the fact that they were able to illustrate their version of that idea or their perception of that idea, you can't even knock it. Video games is like that, bro. It's like like modern video games. Like we went from like Mario punching bricks and and stepping on walking mushrooms. Mar- to, yeah. To like stories being told. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the illustration of those stories being told and you being part of the execution of that story being told is is real deep for us, man. It's like yeah. we don't, I don't even think we even realize that. Being able to create your own player or play video games where you are now the soldier instead of watching the soldier walk. Yeah, instead of watching a movie, you part of the movie. Mm-hmm. You make and, and you make independent decisions, even though it's a it's a linear path. Mm-hmm. Like the path is already mapped out for you, but you get to pick and choose how you react to the adversaries. You might not decide to shoot. You might decide to melee hit them, knock them out. You might decide. Either way, the story's getting told, but you being the the protagon, protagonist helps forward the story down that path. And I think that. 
it's dope that we live in a day and age where these are this is our reality where we can actually do these things i, I think that's why escapism is such a strong thing for us right now but that's what that's what it is right everybody is using it to a certain degree not everyone but some people are using it to not have to deal with their reality instead of them doing better with their life they sit around and play video games not saying that everybody does but there are some people that use it as in a way to escape some people use it as a therapeutic tool though i know people that you know that's a good way to just blow off steam sometimes it's just uh, a form of expression you know what i'm saying like depending on what you're into i just think that we we because things are industrialized uh, those very outlets are being manipulated in a way to sell something that might not necessarily need to be sold so consistently. Like uh, sports and war games are big in the United States. They're not so big everywhere else. You do, you, do you think that's an issue, though, the, the, the war games? Because we, we see these mass shootings. Do you think the, the, the two have a correlation? I think the correlation has something to do with the desensitization to violence, but I don't think that is that big of a deal in that way because we've been watching war movies longer than we've been playing war games. You know what I'm saying? I think that war games, if anything, have just like uh, given a lot of people uh, uh, a more, more established calm about the news of violence, not necessarily make them more uh, aggressive, I think we're more aggressive because we live in a society that tells us masculinity is toxic. So people kind of like treat masculinity like it's just like it's a problem. But prior to masculinity being considered a problem, you know what I'm saying? Men would step in and, and it wouldn't be no gun violence. Dudes would box it out and get right back to whatever the fuck they're doing. Box it out, shake hands and, and be done with it. And if you felt right. like you wanted to see that man tomorrow, you do it another day then. And I think that uh, we we live in a society that points the finger as opposed to kind of like solve the problem. So we would like to say that, well, he played video games and he he talked this shit on, on his stream when he was live streaming. And so it, it only makes sense that he became violent. But think about all the thousands of other people who live stream and, and play video games online who don't ever. No, let's let's get to the root of the problem. What is he seeing in his household? What's his made, life like? You know what is he seeing in his household that makes him react to that? Who's around him that says that's okay? Or who says, hey, turn that off? Facts. Like, what are the things that are actually inspiring and, and, and influencing that behavior? You know what I'm saying? Not just, not let's just sweep it under the rug or put it under or drape it under the guise of mental health. Let's look at it from, let's, let's really strip away the layers and it's kind of like figure out how can we address this issue in a, in a more in a more conductive way you know what i'm saying like we got violence in the black community that nobody want to talk about a lot there's, of there's violence there's violence in the mexican community nobody ever talk about you know what i'm saying the asian community it's like it's anywhere crime is crime is usually a proximity thing you know what i'm saying you don't hear too many you don't hear about outside of the, the Buffalo shooting, you don't hear too many, you don't hear about a young black boy going to a white grocery store and airing that motherfucker out. No. You know why? Because the, the penalty for the crime is too steep for him. Exactly. We know what's on the line when we do shit like that. Right. But, you know, we, you know we kind of strip away the layers, like I said, and kind of have a, a take a deeper examination of things. You have a little bit more respect for the subject. But right now, nobody wants to have respect for the subject. They just rather play victim or, or cry, 
crying wolf. Yeah, and, and the other thing I want to say about that is, had that been because people say, "Oh, you're gonna play the race card," but in this manner, had that been a black man that did that, they would have dug through his whole background, combed his Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, and everything else, and tried to find out all the deepest, darkest secrets of that man's life and put up the worst picture of him that they could find. Like the dude who shot up the uh, train station in New York. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Black guy went, you know what I'm saying? They hunted his ass down. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even really run. That nigga just hopped on a bus and went back home. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This nigga shot up a whole fucking train station or whatever. And then they say he had bombs on him or some old crazy shit. Or how about Christopher Dorner? You know what I'm saying? When, when his situation happened. Is that the Washington, D.C.? No, Chris Dorner was the ex-cop who uh, he had uh, made some complaints about his department and the crooked cops and then nobody wanted to do shit about it. So he took matters in his own hands or whatever. And they considered him a vigilante and you know, all this old shit. Excellent. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And they had to go into the woods and find him or some shit like that. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. It's just, it, I mean, we live in a, we live in a, a Anglo dominated society. There's some shit that I ain't had no making in. I was just born into this shit. So I kind of had to learn the, the, the historical background of a lot of it to get a better understanding for it. Yeah. And that's where, again, for, for at least me and you, where the history of it comes in, in involved, where the history of it gets involved, because there are things that we're seeing now where they have there's a beginning. It started from somewhere. We need right. we, we need to go back and find out why the who's, what's, when's, why's and how's of it all. And once you understand that, when when people talk to us, it's not that we look down on information or we don't care it's just that we just have the information and we understand it a, a, a lot differently than most people do i don't get i don't get blown away by certain types of things that i hear uh because i have a i've, I've been reading about it you know i have a better understanding about it or we talk about certain things so i and i'm only saying that because from time to time when I have conversations, people are like, why are you so aloof about it? Why are you nonchalant about it? So it's not that I'm nonchalant. It's that partly I have been de- desensitized from seeing some of the shit that I have seen growing up, from seeing the movies that I've seen and still see, from, from, from witnessing a lot of shit just happen and then reading about it constantly, trying to get a better understanding. And then now when it happens over and over and over again, it's just like, man, I've been here 40 years. How long has it has I've been here over 40 years? So how long has that been happening? What it is. And, is and why hasn't nothing been done about it since? You acknowledge the pattern. You know what I'm saying? It's like once you start realizing that, like, of course, you you're on edge the first couple of times when you're young, especially, and you've never heard it. like when I lost my first homie to gun violence, that fucked me up, bro. Yeah. It fucked with me because it was my guy, man. We used to trade mixtapes and all this old shit. And all of a sudden, and I knew the violence was around, but for it to hit so close to home. And then I started realizing, damn, this is this is really. This is really happening. This is really happening. And then when it happened a couple more times, it, yeah, it fucked with me, but it, it becomes like, it should never become the norm. It but shouldn't. That, for us, but for us and not really having those larger conversations, it starts to set in a little differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have those same types of outcomes, but it's by design. So you kind of start, you start stripping away the layers and you start realizing that this is literally the blueprint. Yeah. And then instead so of right. us, 
Now you look aloof. Now you desensitized. Now you look like you don't care. Yeah. And and instead of you having uh, a shrink or counselors in the area, they give you liquor stores. They give you bad food. They give you all these. Yeah, they tell you to go. They they put churches everywhere. All all the things that will allow you to fester more problems. And you start shelving every bit of feeling you have for it. You say putting everything on the shelf at that point, as opposed to like really addressing these these issues and kind of like being a little bit more uh, proactive and and solving your own issues or at least having help solving some of these issues. You just start shelving it, start putting it away and then passing it on from generation to the next. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like to me, like, to to kind of like go off into the victim Olympics portion of it and be like, man, they did us wrong, blah, blah, blah. Man, did they do us wrong or did they do us the way they were going to do us anyway? They did us the way they was going to do us anyway, because I don't think whatever our understanding was of indentured servitude came out totally wrong when we was in somebody else's. Our comprehension. Our comprehension. They think about it like this. There's no there's no benefit in giving us all the information that they all right, we're free now. We're going to give, you're free. Let me give you the blueprint. No. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? I don't even want you out here. Right. Nigga, I'm mad I got to let your ass go. Oh, yeah. Now I got to actually do some work. Now I got to reinvent the wheel. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even with everything that we actually contributed to this society, they're like, thanks, nigga. But get back to work. Appreciate it, my dude. But get back to work. But you're still gonna work for us. You, we you still gonna give, give y'all football, basketball, and a bunch of other shit to y'all. Y'all ain't aware of. I think that our biggest, like, it's 2022. Our biggest downfall right now is being so foolish as to be separated over the dumb shit that we separated over. You know what I'm saying? And it, it go bigger than it go deeper than get the gang shit because it really go back down to the family. Again, yeah, the absence of fathers and shit like that, man. It's like we like, like what are we really up here beefing up? We beefing beefing with chicks because feminism. All right, that was gonna happen anyway. Because women since 1890 some had already been voicing their concerns about trying to be white women had been voicing their concerns about trying to get the vote. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was a natural, it was all part of the natural progression of an evolution of a society. You have you have I think I think too many things hit this nation at one time you know what i'm saying i think like right around the time right after the civil war when white women was like all right they letting these niggas go before they start giving these niggas up rights we should get rights first and they started voicing their concern and started getting their little you know what i'm saying two cents in and back in the camp, the clan and stuff like that meanwhile black people was trying to just we just trying to find our way we still got a bunch of us who was selling us out so you start progressing and you got world war one you got you know what i'm saying you got the great depression you got world war ii all of these different things are happening in real time and niggas is still going through the shit that we've been going through with the jim crow era and blah 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 the least we could probably hope for is civil rights and in the midst of that black women start jumping on the feminism train that shit was not ours we talked about that in another episode, isn't it? Like, so we fast forward. Now we have these di- divided homes where these young boys and these young girls are growing up and don't really most, I won't say most, but a lot of them really don't know what it's like to have their dad in the house. If, and if he is in the house, is he really the head of household? 
Is he really the leader? You see what I'm saying? They don't even know what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? So like the, the value of a man is already like in question. And we could really benefit from that because we watch others. We know what it looks like. We've seen societies fucking thrive and, and flourish. We've seen fucking ethnic groups. We know them. You know what I'm saying? I, I got Asian friends I kick it with. And they, they're, they're, you know what I'm saying, male dominated. And it's not like the women are fucking cowtowing and bowing down. Oh, yeah, I'll do whatever you say. It ain't none of that. They just trust their men. Uh-huh. They trust them. They let those men go get the bread. They take care of households. They, uh, they, they, they kick it with, if I go out to the bar and hang out, dude bring his girlfriend or his wife out to the bar and we all having fun, having drinks and shit like that. He protecting her. He, he providing all of that shit. And, and they go home and no fucking, with no type of negative event happening. It's all about culture, bro. Establishing but culture. For us, I'll go out to the bar, especially if I was dating a chick from Chicago, I'll go out to the bar, a nigga, look at my girl funny. She like, She's talking shit to this nigga. Nigga, we have shit to... at me for, and then she on my shoulder like, you need to check this nigga. Now here we go with elevated awareness and a higher <laughs> sensitivity because now I got to be on, I got to be up in arms about any signs of danger. Uh, and I'm a bitch ass nigga if I don't yeah. do nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, bro. We just live in a, we live in an upside down world right now. It's just wild. And I, again, I'm not blaming women. I'm not blaming us. It's just, it's the nature of how we distracted we are we've been excluded we've been excluded for so many decades from from the 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 rate of progress and we've been stifled from our own progress through the destruction of our own towns and shit like that and our own you know saying economies that all we got left is crumbs and we fighting over those yeah man i don't get that whole well i get it but for those who don't understand man the very color that matters the most is you. It ain't no red, no blue, no 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 green. Only green you should be worried about is the money. Those are the only colors that y'all should be worried about. Brown, black, and green. All the gang banging and shit. That's 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 systematic breakdown. That's systematic breakdown. The majority of the guys that's in gangs have no father. If your father was in a gang and he got killed because of gangs or locked up, why are you joining the same thing that got your father killed? Or your cousin killed. Especially because the modern format ain't even founded on what it was originally founded on. No. That shit don't even exist no more. No. The origination of that was to support the communities that didn't have. Bring jobs to the communities that didn't have. It was a continuation of the Black Panther. Yeah, it was a continuation of the Black Panther movement. That was its its inception. And it got got tainted and diluted by by the egos and greed of of people who thought that money and drugs would change and make something better and it didn't they got easily infiltrated by the outside too yeah and they was there the whole time let me say this too man if y'all really out here think y'all moving weight moving pounds and all that y'all don't think these people the feds that y'all working with or working for Especially in modern times. Especially nowadays. Yeah, I know the leader of these organizations and gangs have been, all these gangs have been infiltrated. Dude, it's gang members in the in the feds. Give, they, niggas who grew up in the gang join the feds and they're giving that information to their job. They're not they're not loyal to the streets no more because they already know it, it, it's a, it's it's a so long walk from nowhere. It's a wrap. The streets, like we live in a day and age where it's all, everything is digital. 
where all information is is dispersed digitally, where you where it's instantaneous information exchange. There's there's no way living for the streets is beneficial to you, if especially if you're not tech savvy. Most motherfuckers ain't. You know what I'm saying? Having a gun, only thing that only good that does you is if you're able to aim and hit your target. Other than that, that's a liability. If you're not, if you don't know how to use it, you all are in the streets to have you out here fucked up thinking that you the man just because you got a Draco. Man, y'all tripping, man. And y'all sharing guns out here too. <laughs> sharing guns, it, it ain't a lot of money. And it, again, if you are making any real money. Your connect is probably the feds. Man. And he just allowing you to eat so you can keep on bringing people to him. Yeah. Until, until they built that Rico case. <laughs> yep. They need another, they need, a, uh, they need enough big fish on the hook before they fry all y'all asses. Big facts. Think about it like this if you're listening. They took down all these major criminal organizations in, in the Italian community, the Irish community, the black community. Right. You think these guys that they had uh, become provocateurs and be involved in your shit, these agents that that became a part a part of and became members of these organizations. You think they just gave up what they were doing and they went back to the office. That was their job. It's an ongoing job. It's an ongoing job. And that's the crazy thing about it, though. That, That go back to what I'm saying about like the education, bro. It's like because. I grew up in the 80s where I remember when uh, I remember when Harold Washington got elected. I remember when uh, uh, what's the name of that rocket that exploded? Uh, can't think of it right now. I remember when it exploded. Was it one of the Apollos? It wasn't. It was the one after Apollo. It was uh, it started with a C. The Challenger. The Challenger rocket exploded. I remember, see, I remember going into the nineties when the when the Gulf War started. You know what I'm saying? I remember the Rodney King verdict. I remember all these different things, and they all kind of like stand out to me because they like they 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 pinpoint certain events that changed for us. And I remember certain voices that actually resonated in. Like I remember Ice T raps. I remember when I remember Run DMC rapping Hard Times. I remember uh uh. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. You know what I'm saying? I remember when um, PE first dropped, BDP first dropped. I remember NWA. You know what I'm saying? These were the voices. I remember when Pac first came out. You know what I'm saying? When I first heard Violent by Pac, I was like, damn, I ain't never heard it like this before. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you think about, like, where we are now and, like, the only voices that actually – that on a mainstream level because back then all of that was mainstream for us but now on a global scale on the mainstream level you got kendrick and j cole pretty much and niggas is shitting on those guys because they're not talking about killing motherfuckers yeah and it lets you know that we so it's not that we off track but that we don't own our own medium anymore you know what i'm saying it's out of our we we sold control of it and we kind of like we don't we don't see it for what it is because most of us who who who've actually lived through those generations and saw that shit, we're not the ones that have the power anymore. It's the youth that has the power now, and they're not doing anything with it because they're trying. They're, they bought into the all inclusiveness of it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they want to be famous or rich. 
Yeah. Exactly. They, you know what I'm saying? Like they best friends are white, so they don't feel like white. All they don't, it, of course, all white people ain't bad, but you got you got to consider that maybe the parents of the same people that you consider your best friend might hate your guts, and they just putting up with it because they don't want to look racist. Yeah, or yeah, or you haven't asked them about anything yet, and they're not gonna tell you. Not saying that 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 they are, but there's a good chance. Because we, I mean, as an adult, we work around that type of energy. You know what I'm saying? We out here in the, in the workforce dealing with that type of energy, and we know that jobs protect everybody's, you know what I'm saying, freedoms as long as it's conducive to making sure that the job gets done. You know what I'm saying? So a motherfucker could be borderline racist as long as he don't use certain words mm-hmm. and get away with it. Same thing with sexism. Like, you can you can, it, if, if a, you can say a woman, hey, hey, I like your perfume, guess what? That's sexual harassment now. Yeah. Because all she got to do is just say she felt some kind of way about it. Or it could go the opposite way. I didn't like the way he looked at me when he said that. Yeah. He looked at me like I was a steak. And now, now you sitting up in there trying to explain yourself and you don't even know why the fuck you in there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just where we at, man. We It's that woke culture, man. Everybody's so fucking woke, but don't nobody know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, I believe they. I believe that whole woke shit came because they were trying to drown out the movement that we had, or our movement of being woke was starting to fall to shit, which it kind of did. But yeah, but see, that's our fault, though, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then you got these motherfuckers that grabbed on, said they were being woke, and did something totally different with, with the actual meaning. Yeah, did something totally different with the meaning, and then now they got everybody that that consider themselves conscious, kind of confused, or all the black intellects kind of confused about it because they don't know what's what and who's who. But again, that's discernment of the information that you're getting to. Facts. Yeah, it come down to it when you really strip it, strip away the layers, bro. It's like, uh, it's like people interpreting what they're reading. Like you can read, a, like you can read uh, Moby Dick and your mental projection of what it is you're reading is going to be different from another person's mental projection. Yeah, it's about a, it's a story about a fisherman and a whale, but how what you visualize in your mind, you find other people who have similar visualizations, and then y'all start forming a a, a, a sub society of people who who agree on the same thing, and now everybody else is wrong. Yeah, because some people could read it. Exceptions. Some some people could read it and think that Moby Dick was a bully. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Some people, it's all about interpretation. And what it is, is like we we reward uh adver, you know, adversarial uh con- conversation versus uh uh I guess um more understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't mind having I don't mind disagreeing with nobody. We could disagree all day because I could that's I fucking actually be ready for it. Like, shit, teach me something. But a lot of people revel in the fact that, oh, this motherfucker don't know. So now I'm going I'm to put my foot on his neck. Hey, I'm going to go hard on him. I'm going I'm to I'm bust his head instead of giving them the information properly so that the person grows and that they understand better instead of them rejecting and never, ever taking to any type of information being presented to them ever. Boom, boom. Yeah, I've been in those situations and I try to avoid that where uh, if someone's talking about whatever it is, I at least try to listen and then I offer my opinion or I state some facts that I just may have. And 
I'm not the guy that's going to argue you down about my opinion or, or the facts. I'm just going to give it to you, leave it there, and I'm going I'm to walk off because there is no point in me arguing, arguing with you about it. Either you're going to accept it or not. Right. Either, either it's going to be conducive to your living, to your life, or it's not. And, and that's going to be the end of it. But I never feel like, oh, I'm so smart that I got to pound, I got to pound this information on every person that I come across. The majority of the guys who are smart, they don't, they don't walk this earth doing that. They go, look, this is what I got. This is what I did. I got other shit to do. And the crazy part about it is, is a lot of people be wrong as shit. And just because you don't think the way they think and you're curious about why they think that way, they consider you dumb for not thinking like that. So they think they got they got the one up on you just because you're not privy to the information that they have. But in retrospect, when you do learn it, you be like, oh, they were wrong as fuck. Yeah. You mean tell me I let this motherfucker put his foot on my neck and the whole time he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about? I know what he was talking about, was following along with somebody else. And then now you want to now if you like me, you want to slap the motherfucker. But, right. Uh, like I said, you can you can always listen to someone. You It doesn't mean that you have to accept anything that they're saying as 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 right. as facts. It's, it's OK to hear new information. I read different books that I'm not sure of all the time. Sometimes I spend money on books that I don't agree with, but I buy them just so I can hear the other person, so I can have the other person's opinion. It's not necessarily about being right, but having an understanding of where they got their information from or how they arrived at their uh, uh, hypothesis or educated guess or whatever it may be. So right. um, anybody out there, man, when you're hearing information and it's new or it's offensive, don't don't let that bother you. Take the information down, try to process it and break it down. And if it's some some of it is useful, use it. If it's not, you have the meat, spit out the bones. Yeah. You have the meat, spit out the bones. Yeah. That's, That's it. it. That's it. That's all, brother. Yo, we good there, man? It sound good to me. Hey, 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 real quick. How we do? <laughs> hey, 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 real quick to everybody listening. I repeat. I repeat, things could always be worse. And no, not always, but it could be. It has a potential to get there. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Things could be better. Things could be worse. Absolutely. There is always someone out there doing worse than you are. Just know that there are people who are struggling for water. They don't even have the bare essential of water, clean water to bathe water. and to drink or to, or, to, or to cook with. They don't have it. They don't have it. So here in you, the United States. Yeah. So what you need to do is worry about bettering yourself. Yeah, they fucked us over. It's a fucked up situation. But right now in this moment, if you have the time to better yourself and do better, what are you going to do about it? Facts. It's like it's 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 not necessarily about the problem. It's about the solutions. Are you going to sit around and just let it continue to happen or are you going to get up and make something out of it? Develop an action plan. Got to develop an action plan. Yeah, don't let don't let the situation you in corner you or make you give up or make you feel like you can't do anything. Did you know that in certain languages around the world there is no word for can't? I learned in the last few years of life around some of the guys that I'm around, they won't use the word uh, try. Either we're working on it or we're doing it. Or it didn't go, or or it, or it wasn't a success. Yeah, you got to eliminate certain words from your lexicon so that you could replace them with words that are more progressive. 
And, absolutely. and there's nothing wrong with not being able to do something. That means you just, that's a skill set you got to develop. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't got to feel pressed to try to do something somebody else wants you to do or feel like something that you are not capable of doing at this moment is just out of reach. You just got to put yourself in position to get that, that done. And that means getting educated on it, getting information and, and you know what I'm saying? And, and trying. Applying yourself to it. Yep. To the people that are listening, I create a podcast. I have mics now. I have a couple of uh, cameras that, that, that work decently. You know, it's all just about applying yourself, researching. Right. Me and right. Six talked about doing this years and years and years ago, but we never did it because there was never us sitting down saying, hey, we're going to do it like this. We're going to do it like this. Well, how are we going to do it? How would it work if we do it that way or this way? We never we never really sat down and, 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 and put a game plan together. And then one day right. I just said, I'm going to do it. I ain't tried. I just did it. Now it's the thing. Yeah. Now, now it's now it's a reality. Now we're five years late and trying to catch up. Cause we should have been doing it. While all the nerds, salute to all the nerds that was using podcasts for whatever use that they had it for. But now everybody's everybody's doing it. And it's something that we we came to the table late with. But but that same information exists. So it exists. Yep. Yeah. So so never feel like it, it you can't do it. You can do it. You can do it. It's just you have to find, you have to get the who's, the what's, the why's, the when's, the where's, and the how's. You got to get, you got to get the information. Facts. Get the, you got to get the information. And sometimes, well, or a lot of the times, the information isn't where you are. So you got to, you got to get up and move around. You got to go where the information is. Or it's on your phone and you're not researching the right shit because you got too many of these goddamn apps running. You don't Snapchat too, too much. You're not, you're not, you're not using Facebook. your, yeah, you're not using your Googles correctly. You're not using these search engines correctly. And, and, and that's a part of, you gotta, you gotta get yourself involved in the game. Yeah. Cause otherwise you're going to be out here still shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know what I'm saying? About a bunch of decisions that you had all the capability to actually pursue. And that's, 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 that's really just what it comes down to. Just having the, having the, having the boss to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No blame game. No blame game. We're going to fight and we're going to fight to the end. Facts. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Full Profits Podcast. As usual, we don't stay on a topic for too long. We're going to hit it, quit it, and move on. Um, this is 606 and Brother O. Yes, sir. Remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat. If it's taken, we are done here. Peace to all the people. You know what I'm saying? Follow, share, subscribe. You know, do all that. Do all that. All of that. We done.